a sermon isn't only a review of what God did. Hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points podcast for this week. I'm your host, Brian Hedinga. Each week, we sit down with experienced preachers and teachers to provide brief homiletic reflections to help guide and shape and improve your preaching. And this week, Gordon Conwell Seminary faculty members, Drs. Scott Gibson, Matthew Kim, and Jeff Arthurs, are going to discuss how a sermon is not only a review of what God has done in the past. Jeff and Matt, what do you think about sermons that stay in the long ago and far away? That is, they're always about what happened to Paul or what Moses did or how David strummed his uh, harp, but they don't really talk about today. And Mary Holst, in her book, A Little Handbook for Preachers, underscores this, a sermon isn't only a review of what God did. Yeah, that would be a lecture. That wouldn't be a sermon because the sermon bridges that gap between the distant past and the modern day. Absolutely, she's spot on. Some of us like Bible lectures, <laughs> and uh, I would enjoy knowing about how many strings David's harp had and <laughs> what kind of music sounded like back then. But it's not quite a sermon, is it? A sermon is contextualized for this day, and it takes the long ago, the far away, the ancient, and says it's the same God that's behind it, and he's present with us this day. I guess the Mary Hulst's statement helps us think of John Stott's model of standing between two worlds, and we need to make sure we <laughs> bridge that gap and get into the modern world. Well, it's very tempting as a preacher, having spent hours of work looking at the historical and the grammatical and literary study of a passage, you're doing all this work, and you're loaded up, and you want to share this information with your listeners even though it's really only providing the foundation for what this text looks like, the truth of this text looks like in the lives of the listeners today. Right. A passage can never mean what it never meant, so we have to figure out what it meant, but press on to the modern day. Yeah. Sometimes we don't spend enough time talking about God and what God did. It's, it's purely today. You know, we, we forget about the historical past, so we need that good balance. So we need both, but it's easy for us to stay back in that world because it's a world in which we've spent a lot of time. Mm -hmm. w w talking about balance, would you recommend a time balance like 50-50, or what advice would you give for achieving that balance? There's a pattern that I tend to use in terms of preaching where I shape the sermon in such a way where I'm definitely in that past where God worked and what he had to say in that particular context. And so in each one of my moves, I force myself to deal with that. But I also force myself to illustrate what the idea is and then also to work with what are the... Um, objections that my listeners might have. So I spend at least a third of the time in that world, if not a little bit more. Which than world? In the ancient world. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we can make a rule out of it or, or put a percentage, but good healthy dose of the past and the present. Otherwise, what ends up happening, as Matt noted at the beginning of our preaching point here, is that 
the listeners really only hear fun facts to know about Israel or fun facts to know about Paul's journey, but don't really see the connection between then and now. So it's basically reviewing what God did. I think Haddon Robinson used to say that nobody ever became a Christian because they could recite the outline of the book of Galatians. (laughs) That's a foundation. That's important. There is a flow of thought, but it's got to move to application. And so as we preach, we want to remember that the work that we do in the historical, grammatical, and literary study of the passage is worth doing. It's good work. Our challenge is to build that bridge with using that stock metaphor to the present so that listeners understand what it means today. And so Holst is right. A sermon isn't only a review of what God did. There you have Drs. Scott Gibson, Matthew Kim, and Jeff Arthurs with this week's Preaching Points podcast. And thank you for listening to this weekly podcast from the Haddon W. Robinson Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. I'm Brian Hedinga, and we look forward to having you join us next week for more Preaching Points. This is your apartment. I need some favors from you. Your cat keeps rubbing against the kitchen island, and I can't return the favor. Can you give her extra pets for me? After that, could you bundle your renters and car insurance with GEICO? We could save money, and it's easy to do online. And one last thing. Could you leave the TV on during the day? I need to catch up on my soaps. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. At American Public University, we believe higher education is not one size fits all. That's why we offer 200 modern programs that build on your knowledge and fit your schedule. Because we believe universities should adapt to the needs of students, not the other way around. American Public University, within reach, without limits. Online classes start every month. Learn more at AmericanPublicU.com.